0: Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. If you don't know already, or if you are new here, this is the podcast where we chat about everything health related, creating a healthier lifestyle through creating healthier habits and in the process, creating your fat loss expedition. As per usual, a massive thank you to every single one of you who do take the time to download and listen to the episodes that I put out there every single week, and to those who rate and review the podcast and share the podcast, and to every single one of you who have purchased virtual coffees, honestly, honestly, I really do appreciate it. In this episode, I'm not going to chat on one specific topic, I'm going to chat on A couple of things, things that I've seen in my DMs, questions that I've seen in comments on all the posts that I have done. And I'm going to answer a couple of these questions only because I don't always get time to go back to my DMs or to respond to every single comment on the posts that I put out there. So I figured why don't I just answer a couple of them? And I can I can assure you I go through every single comment. I just don't sometimes have the time to respond to every single comment. So I do see absolutely all of them and if it is you who does take the time to comment on my posts I really do appreciate that as well and it doesn't go unseen let's jump straight into it so the first question that stood out to me and it's a question the reason why it stood out to me is or a comment question whatever it is is because I get asked this on a very regular basis and I totally understand the confusion around it and that's why I thought you know what let me chat about it and I must say, I do chat about everything that I'm going to chat about today. I chat about in every single episode, basically, because a lot of the episodes are more or less the same. But I do believe that every time I bring up a topic of conversation or I answer questions, I answer them in a different way, but deliver the same message. And I think so many people... Every person is different and every person is individual. So I do believe the more I say things and change the way I say things, a lot of the times that is actually when it does stick. So if you have heard this message before or if you have heard the answers to these questions before, just know that I do repeat myself a lot. But I know that sometimes that we have to hear the same message on a regular basis for it to hit home. So, the first question reads as follows Can I eat anything, absolutely anything, and lose fat as long as I am in a calorie deficit? So, that's one side of the question. But then on the other side, every time I post a video with some sort of carbohydrate in it, I get a comment from someone saying, I thought we can't eat carbs if we want to lose fat. So, as you can see, there is quite a big confusion as can we eat absolutely everything or anything if we're in a calorie deficit and still lose fat? And then on on the other side, there's, oh, I thought we can't eat that if we want to lose fat. So here's the thing. As long as you are in a calorie deficit on a consistent basis, not just for one day or two days, for a consistent basis, if you are in a calorie deficit, you will elicit fat loss. Now hear me out though, because the answer is yes and no. The yes part is what I just explained. To to illicit fat loss, you have to be in a calorie deficit, but emphasis on a consistent calorie deficit. Now, the no part comes in because it's going to be so bloody difficult to adhere to your calorie deficit consistently if you're eating highly processed foods, foods exceptionally high in sugars. Because why? Because they are very high in calories and they don't keep you full for long. So, what does that mean? Essentially, that means that. You're probably going to over consume calories over a long period of time because the calorie choices that you are making are maybe not necessarily the best for your satiety levels. And if you are hungry on a regular basis, the adherence to your calorie deficit amount, so your calorie goals for the day, is maybe not going to be the best. So at the end of the day, you can eat whatever you want to eat when you are in a calorie deficit and you can lose fat. The only issue and the biggest issue that I do have, not even issue, a concern that I do have is when people hear others say that, because a lot of influencers say that because it's, it's amazing for engagement online. I'm going to be brutally honest with you and say it is amazing for online engagement because a lot of the influencers are telling followers what they want to hear. You can eat absolutely anything and lose fat and you know those influences aren't lying but deep down in their hearts they know it's going to be very difficult to adhere to the calorie deficit amount if there is no emphasis placed on the food quality of your choices. But as soon as you start telling people they need to eat vegetables, they need to have a good balance, there needs to be moderation, that's when the engagement online drops because people don't want to hear that, right? People don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that you have to do the difficult things. And that is why there isn't a lot of emphasis placed on the choices of your food, on your calories for the day. I mean, if I was to go back into a fat loss phase now, I'd probably put myself on to maybe 1700, maybe 1800 calories, I'm not even sure. Could I live off McDonald's for a month and elicit fat loss? Absolutely. Is it the healthiest thing to do? No. Am I going to be hungry? Most likely, yes, I'm going to be hungry because let's be real. What can you get at McDonald's for 1,500 calories? Maybe a meal and a half? Where the fuck is my other meal and a half going to come from for the day? I'm going to go to bed hungry every single night and I'm not going to be able to adhere to my 1,800 calories for the day. So, in short, you don't need to cut out carbohydrates. No, no. You don't need to cut out your chocolates. You don't need to cut out your treats. No. But you need to have a very, very good level of moderation when it comes to adding those fun foods as part of the plan. And when it comes to your other food choices, you want to look at the root of the fresher, the better. You want to look at your protein sources. Lean protein sources will come at a less of a calorie cost, but any protein sources will do. Then you want to have a look at your good balance of complex carbohydrates and then a good balance of veggies your freshness add some fruit as well so then you are having a a very good mix of your food of your food groups on your plate and that is going to fill you up for a long period of time and that is really going to help with consistent adherence to your calories And I'm going to say this and I know a lot of people might not like it, but I do feel that we have to start getting this message across because when it comes to counting calories, a lot of people share the message of if you've got 400 calories for the day, eat the ice cream, eat the chocolate, eat the donut, whatever it is. And I'm not saying don't do it, right? But I always want you in that moment to ask yourself, do I really want to have it or am I just having it because I've got space in my calories to have it? If you don't want to have it and you don't feel like it's part of the plan for that day, then don't have it. Here's the thing you don't always, every single day, need to have that chocolate because there is room for it in your calories. If you are someone that likes having a two finger Kit Kat every single evening because it really, really, really Really does help you adhere to the plan then that's also fine but if you don't need to have that every single evening and you've got calories rather look at then having a piece of fruit or looking at having something else that is maybe more nutrient dense All right, let's move on to the next question. The next question reads as follows. I've lost 20 kilograms, but the last five kilograms seems to be going so damn slow and it is so difficult to lose them. Why is this? So firstly, well done on your fat loss expedition already. Well done on creating those healthy habits because I know that healthy habits were created for you to be able to lose those 20 kilograms. Now, when it comes to the last couple of kilograms, it is always going to be more difficult, right? Right. In the beginning, if especially if someone has got a fair amount of fat to lose, those first couple of kilograms fall off quite quickly. And also the thing is you don't always need to be exceptionally strict right in the beginning of your fat loss expedition. Because remember, you might, and I'm not saying this is specifically targeted towards the person that asks this question this is me speaking in general now so in the beginning of any fat loss expedition especially when you've got a lot of weight to lose what happens is you making massive lifestyle changes you're doing like a total flip of your lifestyle right and that helps then obviously elicit fat loss a lot quicker because you must always think if you've gone from a lifestyle where you're having takeaways every single day and you're going out and having a couple of drinks every single weekend to now changing your lifestyle where that is not such a regular occurrence you're already most likely placing yourself in a calorie deficit without even knowing it because your food and drink choices have changed so drastically And then also, as you lose fat, your body composition changes. And the smaller your body composition becomes, the less energy it requires throughout the day. So this might make it a little bit more difficult to lose fat towards the end in the sense that maybe you need to tweak your calories a little bit or lower them a little bit because now your body needs less energy to get you throughout the day. So if you're not counting calories or tracking calories, essentially what that would mean is you would then need to look at smaller portion sizes because that will mean a reduction in calories so remember as you someone that's lost 20 kilograms already or 15 kilograms already or 30 kilograms already your body composition will have had major changes taking place it would have got smaller there's no doubt about that and the smaller your body composition the less energy it does require and the less energy requires the less food you would need to then consume to give it that energy right so that could be one of the reasons why it is a bit more difficult Towards the end, maybe you're not in such a big calorie deficit anymore because your body requires less energy. What I've seen with myself as well, towards the last five kilograms of my fat loss expedition, and I've seen it with a number of other people, is the moment you lose five kilograms, then you lose 10 kilograms, then you lose 15 kilograms. In the beginning, you're quite strict with yourself, you're quite rigid, you try and follow the plan down to the T because this is what you want to do. You want to lose lose. fat. You want to create a healthier lifestyle. You want to create healthier habits. So like I said, a lot of the times in the beginning of your fat loss expedition, you're quite strict, you're quite down to the, like straight down to the T, you follow the plan. And when it gets to the last 10, 15, 5, to whatever it is A lot of the times that is where complacency Kicks in Now I'm not saying the complacency stems from you Consciously deciding to become Complacent A lot of the times it is a subconscious thing Because immediately now you're like Ooh, I've already lost 10 kilograms Or I've already lost 15 kilograms So this chocolate is not going to do any harm And then you treat yourself with a chocolate Or it could come down to maybe Your tracking as you and your measuring of your foods Maybe in the beginning for the first 15 15, 20 kilograms, you were quite pedantic about your tracking and your measuring of your food. And now maybe because you've lost a fair amount of fat, you're like, well, I'm at the point where I don't necessarily need to do it. And you start letting things slide. So A lot of the times there is that little bit of complacency that does kick in because we feel like we have already progressed so far that one or two extra little things won't hurt the progress. And a lot of the times it is actually those small little things that we let slide that actually take us more to a maintenance amount of calories. So if you have got to the point where it is quite a struggle, just check your your calories, number one, to check that you aren't in a maintenance amount because of the change of your body composition. Number two, do like a little bit of a complacency audit and check if you are still as strict or as sort of smashing everything down to the plan as you were in the beginning like have a look at your average calories and in the first month or two months or three months you might pick up that you were in an average calorie deficit for the all those three months and maybe for the last three months you have been over consuming calories here and there and maybe that's the thing that has been placing you maybe within a maintenance amount of calories and then just in general when it does get to the last couple of kilograms. Remember, you've got a lot less fat to lose, so it is going to take longer, right? If your plan has worked for you, And you are tweaking your calories as you move forward. Don't tweak the plan, tweak your expectations, right? Those last five kilograms are not necessarily going to fall off as fast or at the pace as what the first 20 did. Know that your last couple of kilograms are going to take a lot longer. And it's those last couple of kilograms that actually, if you are serious about losing them or if it is something that you definitely want to do, there's a lot less room and I use this word for the lack of better words there's a lot less room for error so by error I mean sneaky little treats here and there if you are trying to lose those last couple of kilograms. Whereas if you are just starting your fat loss expedition and you have got a fair amount to lose, then you can have those treats every once in a while or every second day or every third day because your calorie deficit goal might be a lot higher than what it currently is now. And then the last question I'm going to answer is, why do I feel like I need to self-sabotage as soon as I see results? Or why do I self-sabotage as soon as I start seeing progress or results in the direction that I want to see them? Now, this can be multiple different reasons, and I think it's very individual from person. Like, we can break it up into, is it really self-sabotage, or is it the fact that you are seeing results so you just feel like you can take it a little bit easier? Because a lot of the times it might get labeled as self-sabotage, but it might also just be a mindset thing where you see, oh, there's one kilogram drop on the scale or there's two kilogram drop on the scale. And you're like, well, I've put in the hard work for the one or two kilograms. Let me go out and have, I don't know, a couple of beers or whatever it is to to enjoy the moment and to celebrate the fact that you've worked so hard to get to that point. And then what might happen is after those couple of, celebration drinks I use that for an example it can be absolutely anything a pizza maybe some donuts whatever it is after you've celebrated with that you might then see the scale shift up in a kilogram or by two kilograms and that's might might then be where you feel like the the hard work that you've put in has now gone down the drain and and that's where you might stop or that's where you might be like well this is not for me I think the most important thing here is to for me, I always have this thing of let's not look at the main goal of, oh, I've still got 10 kilograms to go. Always just focus on the very next kilogram right so set a goal for yourself and say cool I'm gonna work for losing one kilogram then as soon as you've worked for losing that one kilogram you work on losing the next kilogram and the reason I say that and I try well I like using that strategy is because a lot of the times where you might for the lack of better words again self-sabotage if you if you see results is it might also stem from the the place where you be like oh I've lost one kilogram maybe two kilograms shit I've still got so many left to go what's the point of actually doing this then you might then over consume food on the weekend or that day because it feels like you've still got such a massive mountain to climb so again look at working on always the very next kilogram do whatever you have to take to lose that one kilogram and then focus on the next kilogram don't put a time frame to it just one kilogram by one kilogram by one kilogram it feels more doable and it gives you something to celebrate after every single kilogram now when i say celebrate try and look for something that is not food or calorie or whatever it is drink related try and look for something like a long hot bath for yourself maybe add some bubbles to it ooh la la bubble bath or maybe something like reading a page or two of your book maybe something like spending some alone time many these are great examples i know anything that is non-food and calorie related put it in as a bit of a celebration. So at every one kilogram, then maybe at every five kilograms, then maybe at every 10 kilograms. So you've still got something to look forward to, a little bit of a celebration, but it is not anything that has to got to do with food or drinks or calories or whatever it is, right? Then like I said, always focus on that one kilogram by one kilogram by one kilogram. It's going to make that massive mountain ahead of you feel like a very small little slope that you can manage to climb. And then lastly, it could stem from self-sabotage. Maybe as soon as you see results, you start panicking, you start freaking out, and then you do start self-sabotaging. It could be that. It could be because maybe you are scared of the changes that are taking place. Maybe you're scared of how the changes you are making are going to change your old or your previous lifestyle those around you, your relationships, your social circles, you might be scared of how those are going to change. And that could be maybe one of the reasons as to why there is a little bit of self-sabotage. Because as soon as you see progress, whether it be on the scale, whether it be a change in your body composition, you might realize then, oh shit, what I'm doing is actually working. And in that moment, it might scare you. Because it might be like, well, what if this really does work? Like how is my life going to change if I am successful at this? And a lot of the times that is where self sabotage does take place, that is something for you to figure out. I would highly suggest that you journal about it, you write about it, you try and figure out why fat loss or your health expedition is so damn important to you. Try and write down what scares you about it. What scares you about being successful? Is it maybe because then you have to go into the dating world again, and maybe your last your last relationship didn't end really well. Maybe you got hurt. Maybe you're now scared to start dating again, and maybe you using your weight as a mechanism to not date, if that makes sense. I know that's quite deep, but a lot of the times you have to dig really, really, really deep to get the answer that you are looking for. Again, write it down. Be honest with yourself. Be brave. Be honest, honest, honest with yourself. What scares you about change? Like, what is it that really, really scares you about changing? Because that's the only way you're going to be able to work through that little bit of a speed bump or that hurdle if you are self-sabotaging as soon as you see results. And just like that, I'm going to love and leave you like I usually do. Keep smiling, keep laughing and always keep being kind to one another. Much love, your friend, who is here to answer your questions, Mandy.